Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's Tuesday, everyone, and my butt is on fire. Hope everybody's doing okay. Sounds like a problem. Good morning, everybody. Not in the way that I've ate something. (laughs) Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. I'm tired, guys. Oh, my goodness. It's been a little bit. It's been a busy week. What did you do last weekend? uh, We had our... Oh, my gosh, Leah. So, we are... I am knee deep in a pole vault season right now and yeah. track season. Um, to give you guys an idea, I had, gee golly, two meets last week. I got two meets this week. I got two meets next week for pole vault. It's kind we of one of those to... get them in while you can get them in kind of things, right? I'm headed down to Bloomington later tonight, Bloomington, Indiana. If anybody knows where that's at, that's where Indiana State's at. And um, they're calling for snow, Leah. It's May it's not May it's April twentieth it's like pot day right like this They're is a big deal for like pot for people snow that's stupid like dumb <laughs> I'm I'm knee deep in this I'm ready just and then like in the middle of this here not this weekend but the next weekend we got dark ages yeah yeah I mean we are in full blown OCR we talked last weekend we recapped there was like. Three or four major events. There's weekend events every weekend coming up in most of the world. It's not snowing, so people are out training. Um, it's a busy time. It's insane. It is just freaking insane. This, yeah, this is my third week, two meets a week, and I was supposed to have a meet on Saturday. It got canceled again. And I'm just, I, I just want to race, guys. I just miss my family. <laughs> I miss my OCR family. I'm tired well, of high school kid drama. <laughs> I want to put oh on a kilt and jump over fire. That's all I want, guys. Lord have mercy. Well, I got to race this weekend two in a row. Yeah. Um, Freaking amazing here. looking. I know. I know. I was down here um, in Atlanta at the second full uh, DECA Fit event. Uh, Yancey and the Traveling Circus came to Atlanta and put on an awesome event um you know i will say pulling into this venue i've been living in atlanta for i don't know four or five years i guess um and i've been to pretty much every venue every complex every corner of atlanta every place where you can have a big event if it's outdoors for racing and if it's indoors for my daughter's cheer i had no idea where this was um i had never heard of the atlanta south expo uh, and pulling in, let me tell you, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, sketchy. where? A lot of it sketchy. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Where are we? Like, it was not in, like, 
fancy pants land. But this is like that, the expo that they hold the the tarot card reading. Yes, and annually. like the 4-H <laughs> and dog show. <laughs> yes, yes, it was that one. So you know, we pull in, but the, here's the thing about you know the the showman Yancey and his traveling crew. He's gonna the, do the, it. The beauty of DECA is that you can really do it anywhere. I mean, got an old abandoned Walmart. Okay, throw it in there. And they transformed this little expo center into a really cool event. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. And you see, that's the beauty of Spartan Race, too, because we've been on we've been venues and seen venues in the sport like. Olympic level Lake Tahoe, um, you know, Wintergreen, um, Killington, but we've also seen these races put on at like the Chicago race in, in a paintball Valley field Yeah, or yeah. at a motocross park. Or some park. random motocross or, yeah. you know, just a big open fields of, We you can know, still acres. make a hell of a course out of this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, so th- the adaptability of, of DECA is, is pretty, pretty awesome. So we had the event. It went off great. Um, it was a really good turnout. There were like... I I had to ask Yancy like what the final numbers were, but if I had to guess, I would say probably just under a thousand total. Um, and it was great. There were people all ages, all sizes, um, you know, throughout the day racing. And after I after I ran my heat, I went out and did some volunteering. Um, and it was just really cool seeing everybody going volunteering through. or volunteering. I want to know. Um, both. I, I was cheering <laughs> while I was counting. Um, you know, Yancey really tries, you know, they guarantee for the, for the pro waves and for the competitive waves to have a judge there counting your reps. Um, but for the open waves, they can't really guarantee it. Um, it makes it harder just because of how many more sure. people there were. But, you know, I would definitely say the majority of people did have a judge. Um, so that was cool. Um, but as a runner, so Yancey does it really great. Each wave has like 12 people in a wave because each zone has only so much equipment. And for the pros and the competitive runners you have an assigned judge like when when the gun goes off and you start your lap as soon as you pull into your first zone there's a line of volunteers and as you enter you know a a judge jumps in with you and that's your person and they count your your stuff and then once you leave they mosey on over to zone number two because everything's really centrally located so it's only you know 20 meters away for them not even to walk over they wait there for you until you get back and then they count you for number two so that was really cool just to have the same person there every time they knew who to look for you knew who to look for and it was just really good flow that's great you know that's a good thing Um, but without further ado we've got preston on the line this week yeah, Preston Burnett, if you guys rushing not, it. Yeah, you guys probably have not heard of him. I tried to do some preliminary show stalking prior to having him on, you know, pulled up athletes, tried to find stuff, and you know what? There's not a lot out there. He is someone who um went to college and then joined the military and he's been serving his country um doing that and now that he's out was looking for a challenge and 
Holy moly, is he taking on our sport. Yeah. (laughs) Without further ado, let's kick it on over, Leah. Lace up those kicks, boys and girls. We are back. We are back with an exciting guest this week. You know, we've been talking for the past several weeks about um, you know, DECA and Hyrox and this whole hybrid athlete movement thing. And so we have someone joining us today who has participated in both events um, here recently. Um, may not be a name that most people are familiar quite yet with, but um, I, I assure you, you will be if you aren't. Um, Get used to it. We have Preston Burnett joining us. Welcome to the show, Preston. Hi guys, how's it going? It is going well. Good, 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 good. Preston, you are based out of Texas, right? Yes, Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. All right, and awesome. give us a background. Who are you? Um. <laughs> uh, so, um, what do Preston. you do? <laughs> I'm basically, I'm. I just got out of the army um, last year in March, and um, basically, how I came into this whole world OCR stuff um is I was getting out I was kind of looking for another challenge I was actually training for a ruck marathon I don't know if you've heard of it the baton death march um familiar familiar yeah (laughs) so so it was actually going to be on my last official day in the army so I thought it'd be a really cool like last challenge doing something that really sucks one last time um and just like everything else, same story, you know, COVID, it, it got canceled a week, a week ahead. Um, so kind of down, just got out. I'm back and forth, Texas, and just looking for the next thing. What am, what am I doing? What's something that, that can keep me, keep that same? I, I feel like a lot of people, whenever you get out of the military, you kind of get, uh, people will get a little stagnant. They kind of go into a slump, and, and I feel like staying busy, especially, um, physically not not really becoming a couch potato while you're on your you know terminal leave or or adjusting to that civilian life really staying staying on top of it with your training and stuff being able to train for an event is is a great way to to do that so I found this DecaFit thing one of my buddies told me about um and I was like this is it this is this is what I'm all about like it's a little bit of running a little bit of the functional fitness stuff whereas like I, I I still haven't done a Spartan race yet I would love to um yeah i plan on doing doing a few this year but the overhead obstacles a lot of the you know the rigs and stuff that's like my weakness all those all the hanging stuff i've got i got weak grip strength when it comes to like when it comes to hanging on a bar or or any other um obstacles like that so so i thought this would be a good thing to to start off with you know it's, it's kind of more in my wheelhouse so, you know, it's so cool to hear you say something like that, because we were talking to Yancey Culp, who is one of the, the big figureheads behind this, and he spoke so much about how some people, they're not always going to want to go into Spartan Race or something because of the things that you just said. And mm-hmm. Here's a guy like you dominating this, and you saw this as a great entry point, and I kind of questioned Yancey. It's like, I always felt that Spartan, like a sprint never scared me. Or like, and I don't say scare, but like, it seemed like something that I felt like was a very in my wheelhouse. But then you saw this and you're like, yeah, man, I can do this. I can do this. No problem. And especially with high rocks where the weights for me 
that bothers me because those are some big weights there that you're throwing around out there. Right. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a good, um, I think it's a good, good little gateway to, to get a lot of people from maybe, maybe like the CrossFit community. I'm not really much of a CrossFitter myself. I've never joined a CrossFit gym or, um, but it is kind of how I do some of my training, I guess some people would call, would call CrossFit. So definitely, I think, I think DecaFit, High Rocks, things like that is definitely going to pull over people from that space to get more into doing a, a Spartan race, a Savage race, something like that. Um, well- he was actually the first time that I had heard your name. Um, Yancey has a, has a pulse on, on the community and on the athletes that are competing. And, you know, he has been one of the ones that found people like, I remember him toting VJ Jones's name before people knew who he was. He was, you know, y'all watch out for Lauren Week. She's going to be good. Watch out for her. And hello, she's crushing it. Um, and so same thing with your name. He had your name in his mouth, um, a couple months ago, I kept hearing him say, you know, watch out for Preston, you know, we're going to be doing these DECA strong events. Um, you know, watch out. He's going to be the one to rival Hunter. And, you know, I hadn't heard your name before. And then you came out to a DECA strong event in Texas and totally crushed it. Um, and then came out to high rocks here in Dallas. Was that your first high rocks event? I assume. Yes, that was my first High Rocks. It, it's I didn't even know I'd never heard of High Rocks either until I started looking into the Decafit stuff. But apparently, um, I moved to Texas uh, February fourteenth, and I think that was before. I'm pretty sure that was before the High Rocks Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would have definitely done that if I had I known about it. But yeah, I didn't didn't know about it yet. Um, but yeah, so so the the DecaFit thing was a great thing to start training up for. Um, I'm getting excited about, you know, doing some competing again. Um, and they started doing those, like you said, the deck of strong events, the deck of mile, the way they pivoted was, um, you know, Yancey and, um, and the whole deck of crew. That's, it was really great being able to put on these, these smaller events during, uh, during this pandemic, socially distanced and everything and, and be able to still give people's training a, a purpose whenever there's, a lot of uncertainty nobody knew when the next you know race was going to be when the next competition was going to be so it was a really really cool thing so let's get down to the gritties you know jacob hasn't been at either one of these events and i keep telling him he needs to come um mm-hmm. you know i think i think jacob you would really enjoy um really enjoy deca so, I, I would agree so, yeah where, where sorry. are you i'm sorry where are you where are y'all where do y'all live at I'm down here in Atlanta Okay. Uh, and Jacob's up in Indiana. So um, in the Indianapolis area, Indianapolis. Uh, it's a little bit, I was about to say, well, that's, I was like, Atlanta, that's close to the next one. And uh, when is it, where is it? West Palm beach? Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Might be a so, little bit. <laughs> so we just had high rocks. Um, <laughs> this was my second high rocks event. This is the first high rocks event of 2021. So as somebody who is new to not only high rocks, but really the sport in general, you know, what was your thoughts on high rocks and, and how the event was put on and more specifically the actual event itself? Um, I didn't really, so like I said, it was my first time. So it was, I didn't really know, you know, they, they, the, in the email that, that they send you the week of, it kind of shows what the layout's going to look like. Um, Mm -hmm. so I was trying to take a look at that, but man, once I started, it was, 
I'll definitely say this. I, I do like the setup of deck of Deca better for sure. I think it's better for the spectators and for the people doing it. Um, just because, so the way Deca is, they basically have their 500 meter, you know, track along the outside. And then the zones are on the inside. And then the spec, the whole entire spectator area is the entire middle. And it just kind of makes it, makes it very spectator friendly because you're able to walk to every single zone very easily and everybody can get a good view um, of everybody going through the race. And then the member and then the competitors, the people that are going through it, it's just basically an entrance that's on the track. Every zone has its own entrance, whereas High Rocks has this rocks zone. And there's an entry point and an exit point, different places. And um, you have to go through that rock zone entrance every single time and then find your station. And they have volunteers who are um, who are kind of directing you there, uh, to each each of the zones. But I don't know about anybody else, but whenever I'm doing anything, <laughs> doing anything hard like that, I get workout brain really bad. And I can't think like I don't I, I can hardly see anything. I'm just kind of going to the you're so being a lot better than I am. I will. Leah was hard on him this week. I <laughs> rock the shit show it... Um, when it comes to the actual setup. So as, as Preston's describing, so high rocks. Race brain. <laughs> yeah. With one way in and one way out. Once you're in the middle, it's a free for all. Nothing. Right sense whatsoever we had seven stations in the middle the eighth was on the outside so yeah. we had oh, seven on the middle of the inside one would think you would go you know one two three four five six seven in a row mm, no high rocks yeah let's put one on the left and we'll put two on the right oh let's put three back in the middle i mean there was zero rhyme or reason to yeah. how that zone was set up and it was the most clusterfuck of a setup that I have ever seen and it makes no sense to me I don't understand it yeah I so figured people run every direction back and forth no idea where you're going right and I guess I didn't really look at at the uh, at the map uh in detail but I, I didn't realize that the even the zones so there's the rock zone has an entry and exit point and then the zones themselves have a certain entrance and exit point as well. So it's just kind of, I, I, I made multiple mistakes in there. I, I think the burpee broad jumps, I started, I was about like 10 meters in and the guy was like, no, 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 you're, you're going the, I was like, I, was like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. I'm just going through it. Yeah. Uh, I'm on their, like on their credit, they had plenty of volunteers there at high rocks. Yeah, you know, while yeah you've got race brain and you're trying to figure out where the hell you're going you're holding up fingers like four fingers three fingers whatever and the the you know volunteers would direct you where to go but it was just so much wasted space whereas deca it was a circle and then all along the circle in order counterclockwise were the zones so you would come out of your zone you would run the full circle till you get to number two and then you would come out and you would roll the full circle until you get to number three and it was mm -hmm. in a little loop and when you finished number 10 you were on the other side of the circle and you finished the finish line and it was done and right. it made sense so two thumbs up on deca for that and two thumbs down on high rocks <laughs> in my
Yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree. In Dallas, um, if they could fit Dallas, the first one, that was literally the perfect scenario because it was the track was perfect. It was just a, it was a perfect like oval rectangle, whatever. Um, and whereas Atlanta had some like concession stands and bathrooms that were kind of in the middle. So they had to like kind of weave around a little bit, but still great. They, they figured it out. It's great. Great setup. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think high rocks did better than Decca? Um, the, so I was trying to think about this, um, once I had done high rocks two weekends ago, and then after I did the Atlanta deck fit, I was trying to kind of look at it after and, and see what, what could be different. The only thing that I could really figure out, and it had nothing to do with like the race layout, anything like that. I just like to kind of know, I like to look at all my splits after and see everything. So high rocks, you go on the website and they have your individual run splits each, each thousand meters. Um, so that would be, they give you a 5k aggregate for, for DECA, what's your total run time was, but, um, it would be nice to see what each 500 meter split was. Um, but besides that, uh, that's, that's really it. I, I, I really love, I love the, the setup that they have for it and yeah, it's, it's great. From, from my standpoint, I would say from, from high rocks as far as what I think they do better is the total ambiance of the event. High rocks feels to me like a big, a much bigger event and production. There was a Jacob, you'd like this. They had the uh, the Red Bull van DJ yeah. uh, well, at high rocks. They've been doing this for a little bit longer. They've had, they've done international events. They felt this out. Yancey, give him a second. He's, he's, oh, been, yeah. he's figured it out. <laughs> I'm not putting Yancey down. I think he's doing a great job, but you know, in comparing, you know, there's people out there, you know, let's face it, you know, travel is limited nowadays and people are, you know, trying to decide which way they want to go. You have two events that are, very similar, but also very, very different. Um, mm. I, I, I strongly stand by, you know, when looking at comparing the two events, I think that Yancey has succeeded in his goal in making an event that is accessible and doable by everyone. For the masses. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got press. What was your finish time? 32? So 11? 32, 32, 11, 32. I think they put it 32, 12 was the official. Yeah. So okay. you've got Preston who's running a 32 minute total, which includes 5K. I mean, yeah. you've got people out there who can't do a 5K in 32 minutes, um, yet are able to successfully complete DECA. There was people of all sizes there. I stayed. Not everybody all- like that is going to be able to do Hyrax. Right. Correct. That weight, especially on the high rocks, yeah. a game changer. The sled, right? And and, well, and and they have scaled versions for the open, uh, for like for the open divisions for high rocks. But that's what I think is really cool about Decafit. There is no scaled version. Everybody's doing the exact same one. You know, you got your guys like in Dallas. You know, Derek York and and Robert Killian and Forrest Booge, all those like awesome dudes doing being able to do the exact same thing that you know somebody who's who maybe has some kind of health issues or 
or injuries, they can they can still figure it out. Everybody can do the exact same event, exact same weights, all the same movements, and that's just on the same day. And that's and that's really that's a cool thing. And that's one of the things I've always liked about Spartan Race through the years is, you know, you think about going out and seeing these big races like Tahoe or we see something like, um, you know, um, Wintergreen in the past. And the courses are the same for, like you said, Killian or somebody like yourself or myself or Leah going out there still tacking the same thing. Just your times look way different, but it's the same rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In High Rocks, you know, even those open division weights can definitely, I mean, they're, they're not light weights. I mean, you're right. talking, you know, several hundred pounds Absolutely. that, you know, plus you're yeah. talking about miles of running. I mean, five miles versus 5k is a substantial difference. So um, for somebody like who, who's doing both events, what does your training look like? How do you prepare for, for this kind of stuff? Um, so it's really, it's really hard for me to like, to start focusing in on, on something specific. I, I, tr I try to, and I try, I try to get as many, you know, Metcons or workouts that are gonna, that are very DECA or, or high rock specific, but I just love doing everything. I love all aspects of, of fitness. So, I kind of, and, and I also, I work at a gym with, it's a, it's F45. So it's kind of group training classes, kind of like a, um, if anybody knows about it, orange theory, it's kind of like that yeah. a little, probably less known. It's a little newer. Um, but, but so I, I like to do some of those, those like high intensity interval training stuff. Um, I'm trying to work more on the running. I'm not naturally, I have a love hate relationship with it. It's not my favorite thing to do. Me too. Um, <laughs> I'm not waking up every morning super psyched to get in my miles it's not it's, uh, it takes a lot of uh a lot of self-talk to get me motivated for it but but um I'm trying to work on it more because that's my that, that's the main weakness right now I feel like if I can get my running to a, a really high level then I can be a lot more competitive with um some of these like really fast guys that are putting up you know 16 minute 5k's in their deck of times that's it's pretty crazy it's the same that's the same yeah and fitness stuff i mean it's so you know you say you're not a natural runner what's your background did you do sports in high school where where this come yes from? so i i did run track um but very short distance so i was in the four by one four by two um and four by four i did 110 meter hurdles um and then I played football. I was a strong safety in high school and college for a little bit before I went into the army. Um, but yeah, so very short distances. One really going into the military, that was the first time that I started doing anything more than like a mile. <laughs> um, you started doing some more longer distance running with your, you know, your morning PT with your squad and everything. Um, we actually had, you know, some fitness tests that we would have to complete quarterly in my unit. And we, and one was a five mile run. So we started doing one five mile runs, did a lot of rucking, a lot of ruck marches, um, which is something that I was, I, I really loved and, and I ended up being really good at. Um, I haven't done that in quite a while. I do have like, I have a go ruck with, you know, the lead plate in there and I'll, I'll break it out sometimes, but um, yeah. So that was kind of my entrance into the more longer distance running. I know that's not long distance for probably a lot of people that, <laughs> that listen to this like that are doing and stuff but <laughs> um but yeah so 
so that's kind of where where that came in so I'm trying to get more, get more miles in and then in 2019 I uh, represented my unit for the uh, best ranger competition oh and you're in best ranger too awesome yes and that actually happened uh well we were in Atlanta last week and that was going on in uh Columbus Georgia um and okay. one of my uh, one of my buddies actually won it uh for our unit he got him and his partner got got first place so that was that was really cool that's awesome uh, but yeah it's basically a 60 hour in, endurance event minimal sleep not a lot of food a lot of a uh, lot of distance is covered through you know you're doing a lot of rucking long distance runs some obstacle courses i think they used to actually have in the second day they would always like kick it off with a spartan race um but I don't think they did that anymore. They didn't do it my year. But so did you know Killian before you got in that, here? That was actually the first time that I that I heard about it. Was that I heard about him was um was was in 2019 whenever I was training up for that with my unit. Um because okay. he represented the uh National Guard, I believe. And uh I don't can't, I don't, I'm not sure what year, but yeah, I think he set some records for some of the events, you know, crazy stuff. So, so he was he was a a big topic um, amongst the people competing in in BRC. Sure. That was that was the first that was the first time I heard of him. <laughs> it's interesting because the sport of OCR has always had a very strong tie to military, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if it's necessarily because we borrow a lot of the kind of obstacles from like boot camp kind of stuff that's usually how I describe it to people um or if it's the people that are military that come or you know I'm I've always been curious like there's always been just a really strong kind of connection and now we're seeing more you know more people coming out of the military you know we had um, we had Killian come out that was really at the top level as far as, you know, racing pros go. We had Mark Ballas join, join the sport with um, the creation of the Green Beret Challenge, being a Green Beret. We've got some other special force athletes that are really, you know, getting into things. So it's interesting. I'm curious to see kind of how that plays down, you know, how that plays out and more people joining. Yeah. I think just kind of the, um, the mindset, just the same mentality amongst, amongst those groups of people, like your average person doesn't really want to suffer. (laughs) doesn't want to push themselves like to that level. Doesn't want to get muddy, obviously. Um, and do something really hard like that. So it's just kind of that same, whereas a lot of people that are coming out of the military, they're, they're looking for that. They're like, where can I find, where can I feel like I just did? Where can I be surrounded with a, with a group of people who are driven to do something, you know, to do something like that, to really kind of find themselves through by seeking some, something, some painful, like, event where they're going to come out stronger the other side it's it's a it's a cool thing and that's I was able to find that through you know whenever I was looking into the Decafit stuff I found a gym in my area um the foundry gym RIP they're not around anymore um yeah. on, on a, you know the pandemic couldn't make it through but but made some great met some great people Luke Halterman and Caleb Yates um Caleb was I was gonna go to Yates Yates is my boy <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Caleb and, and Preston have been going kind of head to head the past several weeks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We love going against each other. Um, Yates is a hell of a dude. Yeah, they're the solid guy. Um, but yeah, every so I got to find a really awesome group of people, um, and I and just get to find more people throughout this community. There's a lot of a lot of really cool people. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna state my my we've been kind of going back and forth here between the Spartan race and the um, the Deca stuff. So this is my like a thousand foot view here because I've been in the sport now for oh god it's been like eight nine years. Um, so when the sport started, like back in 2010, I, I feel like there was just this different world of like, we did have some military, but it was this idea of like very military, like obstacles, mud, going through these crazy things. And it's way before we even saw, I mean, CrossFit was newer at this time. Like it was still going on, but it was still a newer thing. Um, but nobody really knew of a Spartan race. So then you were starting to kind of get that in. And it was, you know, oh, let's go get a fire jump photo and put that as my profile photo on Facebook in 2010 because I'm so cool and it's so crazy. Yeah. And now we've, we've kind of like adapted into this world now where, where the glamour of that has faded a little bit. But now we see something like, just kind of like what you were saying earlier though, like, well, maybe I don't necessarily want to do a lot of the overhead stuff. But I, I can do weight over bar and I can do balls to wall and I can do some of this kind of stuff. And I think Yancey really hit it on the, the head there, which, you know, this is approachable. And this is like one of those things, like I can do this real quick. And it's something that a lot of people can do, DECA. And it's, I don't know, it seems like a very first, I think it's going to approach so many people in the gym and so many people like just wanting to try it for the first time. Like, yeah, I can walk up here and do this and see if I want to do it more. And I don't know, it's just so cool to see like this new stage here 10 years into the sport. <laughs> That's, yeah. it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you get um, like the, like you said, the, like with the overhead obstacles, things like that. So it's a little, that is less technical. And that, yeah. that, oh, absolutely. You can, you can go in and do it. If you've done a lot of, you know, functional training or anything like that, you're, you know, you're going to be able to, to hold your own. Um, yeah, yeah. Train for it at home, and you can train for it in your own yeah. gym. Need access to a ninja gym, or you know, you don't have to worry about technique on Gibbons, right? Right, right. When you talk, <laughs> period. Like yeah. you need a Gibbons to train it, and when you're talking about things like you know getting over walls and you know other technical rigs, like you need the access to train that kind of stuff. Whereas things like DECA and Hyrox, it affords people the, it just makes it more accessible, I think. Right, right. More people. And I feel like, you know, everyone talks about Joe DeSena and his craziness and his, you know, world domination. Like he's kind of like pinky in the brain, you know, but there's something to be said about you know, what he's doing and what he's bringing. And I feel like this whole DECA world is almost like a gateway drug to these other events. And you've got someone like you who's never done a Spartan, who is now, hey, I might do a Spartan now. You know what I mean? So that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking to do the stadiums. I want to do a couple of those. I feel yeah. like that's a really cool thing. Yeah. 
my favorite Spartans. I love Stadion Reese's. Yeah, and the first one for that one, I believe, is also in Dallas, like towards Dallas. the end. Of, I think. Um, June. I'm scheduled for that one, so I will see you there. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think I might have lost Jacob. I don't know where he went to, but. So what's next on the horizon for you? What are you looking forward to for the rest of this season? Um, so High Rocks in Austin, um, June, when is that? Or no, May 22nd. Um, yep. So I think I'm just going to take it, take it easy, start training up for, uh, for that, work on the, like I said, get, I need to get faster to be, uh, you know, to be more competitive, try to try to get close to, you know, a hunter, Dave Magida or the guy who won it in Dallas, Dylan Scott. Yeah, dude's a Dylan that, Scott. That's he ran open and would have been like number three or four, I think, in mm -hmm. the educational had he been in that. So yeah. totally out of nowhere. But the men's field, it's it's definitely pretty thick. Yeah. I, I think I'll say this as far as Decafit and High Rocks. I think we're still trying to understand what the field looks like. Mm -hmm. yeah. We just, I, yeah. Um, um, and then we have, I might do, I haven't pulled the trigger on uh, the deck of fit in Florida the week okay. before high rocks, Austin, yeah. but I'll check out the flights for, uh, for Lauderdale. See, see how that's looking right now. <laughs> and I'll go, you can be in Chicago in June. Uh, yes, uh, yes, I will. Yeah, yeah, I qualified for that, so I'll definitely be definitely be there. Awesome, awesome. So, so stadiums and decas and high rocks you're right up my alley. Those are my favorite. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the stadium stuff will be really fun. Um, I got in trouble a lot in high school on the football team, and my coach would make me run bleachers all the time. So pretty good at running running around stadiums. And the state, you know, stadiums are pretty big for Texas high school football. So wasn't a, it was quite a few stairs so well, <laughs> pretty, I pretty clear Beyond's go from spartan's perspective um right now dallas at&t stadium is still on the books um okay. most of our other stadium races including notre dame has been canceled um I have done the full stadium series last year and kind of did most of the big ones. And I will say that the Dallas one is the biggest ass kicker because that stadium Cowboys is huge. And the, the race took us from the bottom to the top, I think four decks, five decks, I don't know, a million and 12 stairs. So <laughs> if you're good at that, you'll have fun. Awesome. <laughs> well totally appreciate you joining us Preston is there anyone companies friends whatever that you want to give a shout out to sponsors anything like that um no no, no sponsors anything like that um that, <laughs> just make fun of Caleb Yates for a while just make fun of Caleb Yates you got five minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> The only thing he's gonna beat me at is is that uh is acid bath. Anything with concept two machines, dude's a dude's a savage. But <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be chasing me down for the rest of these deck of fits for a while. Yeah, good. Uh, awesome. Well, we totally appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. We wish you nothing but luck the rest of the season. You're definitely coming out strong and and giving people a run for their money. So if you guys don't know him, then start watching out.
Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, um, it's awesome to be a part of this uh, this kind of community now. It's good to have you, bud. Thanks for being on. All right, thank you. It's like we're restarting the field. Dude, it's crazy. You know, like, I think I think back to a few years ago when we saw, you know, they were always asking about Tahoe. The first year we went out to Tahoe, who's mm-hmm. going to take it? Who's going to take it? Is it going to be Hunter or Matt the Bear Novakovich taking it this year? Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, here comes Robert Killian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we were still trying to figure out the field then at that point. And then all of a sudden, years later, we've got this flux of women now beyond Rose and um, Amelia. We've got Faye. We've got yeah. Alyssa and Lindsay Hawley. Webster took we've on got the scene. Lindsay Webster comes on the scene and just dominates the field and throws down. And it's We're once again at this resetting point. Yeah, that, like, it's really we, cool to see the fields on both the men and the women's side really start to, to, to deepen. You know, it's even, I mean, the women's side too, but the men, it's just, there's so many more people throwing their hats in the ring. Yeah, exci- excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Excited to try to throw that time down. Excited Absolutely. to learn some more. And that's an exciting thing. That's that's the kind of stuff we need to rally around here that keeps our sport moving and alive. I love it. So let's be real here. When are you going to saddle up and join us in this hybrid world, Jacob? You know, my pole vault season is done in June. <laughs> Okay, June. Um, hopefully, so we've got hopefully a starting I got one point. more month of this. <laughs> I've just been, guys, I am so tired. And we just found out last night the boys' head track coach is quitting at the end of the season. Oof. Um, yeah, it, I've had a couple of days. <laughs> All right, so let's get you through this season. Let's get us through the pole vault focus season on... and focus back on getting yep. me back into the OCR world. Yep. Guys, I miss y'all. I miss everything. <laughs> well, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Um, next up on the local scene, we've got Highlander Dark Ages coming up in what? Two weeks? Two weeks, uh, but guys, no, I next will weekend. be there. Yeah, it's next weekend. I will be there for that. We are camping out. We're going to have a dang good time. I'll be making some fun videos and posting some stuff on that. I got to get out and iron my kilt. I have to get, like, eventually today, there's supposed to be a new guy dropping off a new washing machine because mine blew up this weekend. That's a story I've not even shared with people. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, so, yes, we've got Dark Ages next weekend, um, May 1st, Memorial Day weekend. Um... Or, I'm sorry, not Memorial Day weekend, May 1st. Memorial Day weekend, which is later on in the month, is our next local inve- um, involvement, which is Frontline. Exactly. And I'm, I'm just ready for it. Big announcement from Frontline came out this week. We have a new race director. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, you know, Ed has been, you know, the captain at the helm for since its inception. Um, but this year, for this year's race, the sixth wave... Um, we've got Aaron Sabia from Race Ready Obstacles deciding he's going to be a race director. And, um, you know, it's he's he's definitely got the ability to do so and to create some pretty epic obstacles. You know, I really I'm I'm really excited to see him throwing a little bit more in this because I think there's just going to be some more innovation. I think there's going to be some more just really good direction on a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Ed's not going anywhere. He's going to still be part of the oh, game. Oh, of course, no. Ed's in charge. Ed'll be there. Um, but it'll, it's nice to kind of free him up with some of that stuff and 
and let Aaron kind of run wild with some of his some of his designs and some of his obstacles. So if you are not signed up for either Dark Ages or get Frontline, um, make sure you get those. Those are both happening within the next month. Absolutely. Also, Leah, other things that are happening in the OCR community right now. I yeah. want to take a second and talk about something. That Tell me. I got. I've been so busy here. I got lucky enough to jump on the email. Did you get some Vanga sleep ordered yet? I did. Yes. So <laughs> I did Vanga, it yesterday we're going to have to update our little intro for you guys for Vanga. Vanga just released this new teaser product. They've been talking about it. It is. We've specific. known about it for about six yep. months. We've known about it, but it is now hitting the market, and my first bottle is on its way. Same here. Um, um, it's based around CBN, which is another uh, cannabidol. Um, yes. Once again, THC free stuff, guys. Here, Absolutely. it's it's not going to pop water positive, but is this is formulated with melatonin for sleep? Yep, you've got um, CBD, um, you've got CBN, yeah. CBD, and melatonin all in a capsule. You're still going to get your 25 milligrams of CBD, um, but you're also going to get the added benefits of the CBN as well as the melatonin. melatonin. I already so, take melatonin. It's just knocking yeah. one more thing out here, but I'm intrigued to see how this improves on REM cycles. Yep. If you know me, I was doing studies when we first started getting into the CBD world on what with the Whoop products line mm -hmm. um, on what it did to my REM cycles through sleep. Yep. I'm excited to see what CBN does. Um, yep. And probably, you know, at some point I'll talk to Ben Greenfield about that kind of goofy stuff too. But um, really but Yes, so if you they... haven't checked them out yet, um, use the code from the beginning of the show. Um, go to vangascbd.com slash BRCR um, and give them a try if you have not tried them yet. Last but not least, Leah. Community kudos. Do, 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 do. I'm, I'm going to make, I want, okay. So you I keep want threatening me. I'm not listening. I'm just going to work on my jingle singing in the you meantime. You know what I'm going to do here? Tell you, me. You know what it needs to be? Tell me. It needs to be choose your character from Smash Brothers. You know that intro? Oh, yes. That'd be a good one. Choose your character. Do, 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 do. All righty. <laughs> that's well, that's our theme song. Who do you choose this week, Jacob Bosecker? Who does Jacob Bosecker choose this week? Um, the guys who are race ready obstacles. Um, mm -hmm. the, the team over there, guys, you guys are making cool stuff. I can't wait to see what you guys are pulling together for the guys at Frontline. I cannot wait to see what, because here's the thing, Lee. If they're doing it there, they're going to pull off something at OCRWC. And we need more crazy obstacles at OCRWC. Um, I'm, I'm just pumped to see this. I think it's a great marriage. I think it's a good direction for that race. And I think it's how you get iconic obstacles like Hubie's floating walls right. and working together like this just helps us get closer to that goal line. And I, I love it. I think it's a good thing. Who you got Leah? I have, um, I'm going to give a shout out to the volunteers um, of this sport, specifically from this past weekend, there was a huge crew of high school kids, um, I think through ROTC, that partnered up with DECA, and there were a plethora of volunteers at every station. Um, I mentioned the judging, I mentioned um, just the, the smooth cleanliness of it. Guys, that comes from people volunteering um, so kudos to the people who have volunteered, 
Um, Yancey has created an awesome environment within DECA. I mentioned after I was done racing, I hopped in and, and volunteered. And so many of the competitive and elite athletes did so. So if you are attending an event, consider volunteering and giving some time either before or after your wave or even the next day for breakdown. Um, it's, it's what nice keeps thing. it going. Mm-hmm. And we like nice things. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So I guess that's all we've got realistically for this weekend. We're prepping for Highlander Dark Ages. It's going to look like a hot, nasty, fast race there. I'm excited. It's going to be fun stuff. Um, Also, this weekend is the uh, Strong as Oak 5K Rec Bag Challenge. Is that already this weekend? Uh Oh my gosh. Um, And that's going to be a total throwdown. Did you see who the newest... um, Bracken Dark Horse, and Penland. Bracken and Penland are taking on Buscemi and West. That's going to be awesome. That's yeah, gonna be it's going to be a fast and nasty course. So um, those of you guys up in the um, Midwest area competing um, with the Strong as Oak crew, um, sure to be a good time, and I can't wait to hear about you know, it. So. And here's the other thing. Did you see one of the new pieces to the swag bags they've got there? Uh, now what? 20 bucks off Legendborn jerseys. Ooh. I know this is a little random thing here, but like if you're a Legendborn swag whore. That's a big deal. I mean, that, that is could a, be they like, don't see stuff like that. No, that's a, that's a big chunk. I mean, that's that, that could be a, probably about 50% off of like a training shirt kind of thing. Exactly. So, Legendborn yeah. is not cheap stuff. And no. if you're wanting to get in on, for a decent deal on that, I mean, heck, do it. I would do it if I wasn't doing track meets in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know out, what guys. the registration looks like for that, but... If you're interested in more information about that, contact Yogi um, with Strong as Oak. Absolutely. And I guess that's all I we've got this week, Leah. And that's about it. If you like the show, please leave us a comment, a review. We really appreciate it. Share the episode. And until next time, I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. We'll see you guys out there on the course. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.